Hi, this is Bianca. And this is Anna. And welcome back to another episode of Girl Talk Monday. Monday. We are back on the podcast after two weeks. I know. Uh, it feels so weird. It does. <laughs> I feel like we have to learn how to do this all over again. Yeah, I, I was like, is she going to start? Because I don't even know how. What do I even say? Yeah, we actually tried to record this one two weeks ago. Yeah, it never went up. Yeah, it never went up because Anna was in Capri and I was in London and we were doing a long distance podcast. Long distance podcast. Yes. We have to phone. figure out how to do that. We do have to figure that out. Because I'll be in Paris. So if any months. of you guys know how to actually record high quality mm-hmm. when you're in different countries, do let, let us know. know. Because for us, it just didn't work. So. And it's so hard to, I think you have to have like, like very supreme editing software because yeah. you have to merge two files together. I think that's what you need to do. But who does that? High quality podcasters. Yeah, but they must have some someone doing it for them they must be able to do it themselves oh my god that's insane but now we're both back in london i came back from a nice 10 days in miami was it 10 days yeah it was 10 days (gasps) i thought i felt like it was shorter no it was 10 days yeah oh my god 10 days you were gone for three weeks what was i doing i was all over i was in In all over like you came back you went back to sweden didn't you yeah like a week into my trip. Oh, yeah. I went to Sweden for, like, four days, five days. Oh, yeah, I saw my grandparents and everything. Should yeah. we do a recap of, like, this yes. this past month? <laughs> it's only been two weeks since we haven't been. Probably. I know, but people don't know that. <laughs> yes, well, now they, they know. No, they knew. They oh. only missed two weeks of episodes. Okay, I know, but we haven't, like, potted for a while. Yeah, okay. Let's do a recap. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> do you want to start? <laughs> okay, so since we last spoke, I think our last podcast was with... Flora Andrea. Oh, yeah. I love she that She was line. our guest speaker. That was really good. That was good. funny. I was laughing. Yeah. That was all about personality traits, what mm-hmm. kind of personality type we are. I got yeah. my whole family, everybody at work to do it as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you guys haven't listened to that, go and listen to it. Yeah. But it's the 16 personality test online. And it's yeah. free. And yeah. you find out which out of the 16 personality types you are. I'm always the same. So that was the last one. Yeah. My yeah. brother did it. Three times. Was it a different Every time? He was a different one. What? I think he doesn't understand how to answer these questions properly. <laughs> he doesn't understand. <laughs> You're like, it's fine, he doesn't, he doesn't understand. Because each of the personalities, he was like, well, this is not really me. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> but well, when you're he supposed would be to answer it quickly. I know, but it's on like a scale. And then he, would, yeah. he was doing it like at dinner the first night when all of us were mm-hmm. sitting. Because I was away in Miami with my family. Yeah. And I got everybody to oh, do this. Like... I guessed my sisters immediately. But he said so my brother was doing it and he was asking us. He was like, wait, this question. What, what do I do actually? Is it more like approve like high or like <laughs> agree on high or agree on like medium high but it's so easy and I'm like I don't know you know this only you can know yeah and my mom would be like I think it's this Oscar yeah yeah and he'd be like okay so I think mm-hmm. his decisions was like mixed. altered by it people. was altered yeah the personality he got was the personality of my mom oh okay so he got like <laughs> your mom's answer yeah so then the yeah. next day he tried to redo it and then he got a totally different one that's not like him at all <laughs> And it was your dad's answer. So. I think, yeah, my dad wasn't there, but I think the personality was my dad. Uh, it, like, sounds really like him. And yeah. then the next day, he tried it one more time, then he got another one. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, because, I don't know anymore. I think it's because people start answering it and being like, what should I be like? Yeah, you can't overthink it. No. You have to just answer what you know is true for you, whether you mm-hmm. like that answer or not. Yeah, Otherwise, sometimes you don't Otherwise, it's not going like to be accurate it. and you're not going to understand. Yeah, I read a book also called Grit. It's really good. Oh, yeah, um, I saw that. 
so good but in there there's like a grit scale of like how gritty you are so basically how persistent you are with things in your life and your goals Mm -hmm. and then I took the test and it was quite good and I was like okay cool and then my mom was like yeah but you can just fake this and I was like well you can but you can but you should you're supposed to answer it with like milliseconds yeah and she was like okay but I would choose and then she started going through it and she was like well I would choose this one but I'm more like this one I'm like well that that's (laughs) your answer yeah yeah and I'm like, you can't just, like, fake your answers. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't show you the real, you know, the real parameters of where you're at exactly, at the moment. Exactly, It doesn't yeah. make sense. But that's what I think people do easily. No, I took it three times. Like, the first time we were doing it together. Oh, yeah, yeah. I took it a time. second time when I got everybody at my office to do it. Oh, God. Because yeah, I basically got everybody at my office to spend, like, half of a day working on this personality thing <laughs> and then like the work was not done <laughs> well yeah but i think it's so effective it's because though. now i know all the type of personality team yeah. in our team yeah and how different we all are and how like we bring different skills into each other's lives yeah were they receptive to it were they like really open to yeah. it yeah okay everyone cool. was so interested obviously I'm, otherwise they would be like no bianca get back to work yeah get, get back in your seat <laughs> but no i love them i love everybody i work with they're so okay, cool that's good. so yeah we spent like half of a morning discussing that yeah. and doing the test so i like redid it while i was waiting for them to do theirs mm-hmm. one of the girls uh who like works she's the buyer directly above me yeah basically. yeah she did the test and she wasn't that happy with her answers. And oh, then really? she did it again and she got the same one. She's like, oh, okay. oh, oh my god. What was hers? Adventurer. Oh, okay. And I did mine a second time mm-hmm. and I got the same answer. The same one. And I, I always did, did it the same, yeah. again when I was with my family while they were doing theirs and I got the same answer. Yeah. Usually you get the same answer. Usually, actually. yeah. So that's why I thought it was weird when my brother kept getting different ones. Yeah, it's quite accurate, but like yes. you have to really alter your answers to get different ones. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Maybe he yeah. doesn't know what he, what he would answer. Yeah, maybe he's so like having he's like a life crisis. What should I, <laughs> a nineteen, a life crisis. <laughs> like, what? What am I? Who? What should I do? Yeah, maybe he should try this again in a few years' time. Yeah, you can just like hand it to him then. Yeah, but anyway, oh, yeah, so that was about... our last episode. So okay, yeah. I'll just tell you briefly. I went to Miami for ten days, and oh, yeah. it was it was so nice because it was my first like holiday in a year. Oh yeah. Because the rest true. of the year it's I didn't go press. away in December at all. I was in London. Oh, yeah, I remember. I didn't go away. And um, ever since this time last year, the only places I've been to is, like, away for Fashion Week or away mm-hmm. for press trips with brands. So it's not a vacation. It's not, like, with family and it's stuff work, like that. Yeah. It's work. So this was the first time that I had a proper vacation, and it just was really nice. I tried, like, not to do much work, to be honest. Like, not mm-hmm. answer emails that much, be, like, low-key. Mm-hmm. I took a lot of content because, obviously, I wanted to take advantage of that. That's so pretty there. But that's about it. So it was just really nice to spend time with family. You had, like, a rustic vibe. Yeah. More, like... Minimal, yeah. chic, beach. Minimal, chic, beachy. Yeah. 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 Cool. It was, like, a new thing. I've never seen it before. <laughs> from I've never you. seen this before. No, no, from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's different. So check out my Instagram. Yeah, go you check it out. You want to see all the photos. But that's what I was up to in a nutshell. What did mm-hmm. we do? I mostly just hung by the pool, mm-hmm. went to, like, South Beach. And, like, because South Beach in Miami is really cool. But mm-hmm. normally we just hang out at the pool, like, in our apartment complex because... We're not going to go down to, like, the public beach where it's overcrowded and not ours. It's, like, calm. We're not going to go down to the public beach. I mean, no, but no, there's no, no, no point, kidding, like, kidding. to go, like, to the hotels in South Beach and stuff like that. It's we like, might as well so just, people, like, yeah. tan at our place. Yeah, yeah. And then a few times I went, like, out to walk around, have lunch at hotels, mm-hmm. like, walk around um, Ocean Drive and mm-hmm. things like that. Because I love the Art Deco district yeah, in Miami. It's, really cool. it's just so pretty. 
but um, yeah, that was only a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It was just a really chill holiday, so it was quite nice. Did you get acibles? I haven't gotten a single acibles, and I I've been back for three days. I got one acibles only. I, I don't know why. I couldn't find that many. They have them. I know they have a lot, but I didn't do my research because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like, oh, I need to research this and go there. And yeah, go there. you kind of wanted to, wanted live to life. be in the moment. Yeah. So if I came across a place with an acibles, I would get it. If not, mm-hmm. not. But the food is such good quality there. Yeah, it's good. Like everything. So many, like, colorful vegetables. It depends, though. In Florida, like, sometimes when we go to Naples, we always mm-hmm. go to... We used to always go to Naples until I was like, enough of this. <laughs> we went to Naples all the time. I never went there. It's really nice, but it's for, like, old people. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's beautiful, but it, there's no young people there. Yeah, no, Miami is for young people. It's for younger people, yeah. But, um... No, it's really nice. My favorite thing there is to, like, bike around and look at, like, billionaires' yeah. houses. Oh, yeah, yeah, same. I was running by the beach looking at, like, so many billionaires' houses. Because the decor is so beautiful. It's, like, modern. Yeah. And big houses with, and like, chandeliers and everything. It looks like no one is even living there. No, I don't, probably not. But I just yeah. want to go and stand by the window and be like, ooh, I know, can I, I come in? Oh, God, I miss my beach runs. I was, I felt so healthy. I was doing sports yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. Like, gym, like, what is it called? It's not Pilates. It's called gyrotonics. Mm, cool. But it's similar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Teacher, Your sister. Yeah, my sister it. is qualified to teach that. Yeah. So I was doing like that. I was doing running. Mm-hmm. I was doing lots of stuff. So yeah. I felt really healthy. That was me in Sweden. Yeah. But not in Italy. Oh, my God. I was eating so much pasta. <laughs> so that was your trip. It was so good. Capri was like the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I would say the rest of the Amalfi Coast is not a win. No. I wouldn't really go back unless I had, because now in high season it's so expensive that if yeah. you want to stay somewhere nice, that's not like even the three star hotels were like eight hundred a night. Yeah, that's crazy. three star hotel. And even in Italy, the quality—I'm sorry for any Italians—but the quality of hotels is way worse mm. than in Europe, like anywhere else in Europe, I would say, because the five star hotels anywhere else are like extremely extravagant. Yeah. In I mean, in Italy, they're like a four star everywhere else. Like, the five stars are nice. They have usually some extra decor, but they're not, like, crazy nice. And we found a really nice four-star hotel, but we paid so much money for it yeah. in Capri. But it four was fine. can usually be quite expensive. It depends yeah. where you go. Yeah, in Capri, it was so expensive. Because some places, like, four-star, I think in Spain, it's, like, quite cheap. Not cheap, yeah, yeah. but, like, you can find good price places yeah. in Spain. Also, Dubai is star. cheap. There's only, like, five-star. But some other places, if you go to, like, four-star in New York... Yeah, yeah, like the little ones. <gasps> you know what? One time when I was 17, I went to New York and I went to this little hotel. It was amazing. It was a four-star hotel. I went with my best friend back then. And the coffee, I will never forget. It was the best coffee I've ever had in my life. They didn't have <laughs> breakfast. They had like the shittiest breakfast. Yeah. But that coffee had like an undertone of hazelnut. Oh my like, god, when do you bit, remember that? Li- it was like an experience. I've never had such good coffee in my life. Really? It was so good. It was like roasted hazelnut like bottomy I don't know if taste. I would remember that kind no, of thing no but like this is like the biggest thing I remember from ever being in New York what I've been there a few times oh my god I don't, I don't really like New York it's quite dirty <gasps> but <laughs> I'm oh just kidding god, I'm like hating on it I know you love it no it's fine I like New York but I think it's just like craziness it is and like it's either it's like very extreme yeah in the winter extreme. it's so cold I nearly die in the summer <laughs> I, ne- I, literally, I nearly did I was walking around. I haven't around. been during winter, to be fair, oh. only during summer. I had two I'm pairs of gloves. I'm only going in July and August. It was worse than skiing. Really? It was so cold because the wind blows between the houses. Oh, yeah. 
and we'd walk from one Starbucks to another. We spent so much money on Starbucks because it was yeah, so cold. I know. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You can't spend time outside. No. It's literally like in a building and out. It was like 10 minutes outside. I was about to die. Yeah, you can't spend time I had outside. like a little frosty mustache. It's be fair, <laughs> London can get very, very cold oh, sometimes yeah, too. It's like you don't want to spend time outside. But it's not so bad. Not that bad. Yeah, not as yeah. bad as New York. But in the summer, it's intense. But I think in spring, in like May, New York is amazing yeah may june yeah. july august september is so nice i want to go to the hamptons sometime um, i don't know i've been to the hamptons but it's i think nice. i think i didn't go to like the hamptons yeah i think mean, i went to like the hamptons that's next to the hamptons oh really <laughs> yeah because when was it i think three years ago we mm-hmm. went to new york city because my aunt lives there yeah, and yeah. to spend time there with my family and my mom is from long island yeah. And so my grandfather, like, still lives in Long Island, which is the country. Yeah. So we went to Long Island, and then after going to Long Island, we were going to go to the Hamptons to see some of her old, like, high school friends. Yeah. Like, who are now grown up with kids. And so I was like, oh, yes, the Hamptons. So excited. Good content. That's, like, when I started my social media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. And then we get there, and I'm like, this is not the Hamptons. You're like, what is this? And my mom is like, yeah, this is the Hamptons. I'm like... Are you sure? Because it doesn't look like what I thought. And I like I googled Hamptons and I see like nice expensive houses, houses yeah. nice beaches. I'm like, this, this is where I wanted to go. Where are we right now? And she's like, no, we're here. It's just you can't, you can't like those are excluded. Private. They're private. Yeah. So you don't ever see the Hamptons. It's like that unless you're on the property. Yeah, because we were looking to do that instead of Amalfi. Yeah. So you have to rent like a house there or something like that. Yeah, and I was looking at them. The rentals, because my parents were looking at the rentals and they were like, there's nothing good. And I found like some rentals. They were like 15K a night. Oh my and God. I was like, this is the only acceptable thing because it has yeah. white walls and I could shoot in front of the white wall. Yeah. Because everything else was like brick, dark, I wouldn't go all the wood. way to New York just to go to the Hamptons no. though. Exactly. But yeah, we were going to go, but now we're So we, anyway, anyways, we ended up going to Positano. I know it's unpopular opinion, but I didn't like it very much. Yeah, I was surprised that you said yeah. that because it looks so because nice. Because nobody says it, but then I wrote it on my stories, and I actually got a few replies from people saying, "Yeah, yeah I had the same, um, I had the same feeling. I love the rest of the Amalfi Coast, but not Positano, mm-hmm. because it's just so dirty, and there's so many tourists. Like yeah. you have to push your way through. That's quite annoying. The beach is like just filled with boats and like tourist boats you know like the big ones that just go out Mm -hmm. and everyone is taking pictures and it's just it kind of feels like you go to disneyland or something yeah it's weird it's a bit maybe overdone now it's so overdone there's so many tourists and it's not a genuine experience no it just feel it doesn't feel like a cozy town it feels like you're in like some sort of that's the thing if i go to like italy i want to be in like a cozy town yeah if i want like to experience a bunch of tourists, I'll go to Rome, you know. Yeah, yeah, but no, it was like worse. I feel like because really? Rome, you expect it to be like okay, but it's, it's also Rome, a big it's touristy. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. it's really small. Positano yeah, is really yeah, small, yeah. and everything was extremely expensive. So we were only there for a little while, but we found a really nice restaurant which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but I would say everyone should go to Capri. Like I am in love with Capri. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but it's this like island. It's a fairy tale land. It looks like, so nice. You go there, it's beautiful. There's amazing gardens. There's the only thing is the beach. There's no beach. Mm. Yeah, okay. 
But if you take a boat ride, it's just stunning. Yeah, it looks so nice. I, I want to go to I dropped my earrings in the ocean, though. Oh, did you? Yeah, we went into this blue cave, and I had to. I had makeup on because I wanted to take pictures on the boat. Yeah. So I <laughs> dove into the water, and my dad was like, that was a beautiful, beautiful dive. And I was like, I lost my earrings. Because <laughs> I had, like, my big pearl ones on. Oh, but they're no. not real pearls, so it's fine. So that you actually lost them. They're gone. Yeah. And my, my, my sister was like, oh, my God. And she was like, you're just like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Our boat driver was looking at us and he was like, these people are so weird. Well, I would have said that too if I lost my earring. But they were like not that expensive. Once I lost my sunglasses in the water. like My dad sat on mine. <laughs> oh my God. No, once I was in the ocean yeah. and in the ocean like in, in mm-hmm. Florida. And sometimes the waves can be really big and monstrous monstrous yeah normally it's flat but like sometimes it can be bad yeah, yeah. But i went in anyway because i love the ocean and i had my sunglasses on top of my head uh, and i was turned in, like facing the beach oh god and then all of a sudden this ginormous wave that i've never seen before oh no comes on top and i see like a shadow and then the person in front of me i don't know if it was my mom or my sister they're like, Bianca, wait! And then they, like, back up. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And then it just suddenly hits me. Oh, no. And then I go underwater. And then when I come up, I'm like, oh, my God, this wave. And then your and sunglasses like, were gone. Sunglasses? No. Yeah. I just completely lost them. Yeah. So my dad's, like, stepped on mine. <laughs> Basically. That was great. So I don't have my other ones, but it's fine. Well, he wonderful. didn't step on my forehead sake once. Thank God. For that. My other ones. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I broke your sunglasses. And I was like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so that's just a quick catch up on yes, what very we've quick. been up to. But we wanted to do this topic that some of you guys have been asking us about, which is about yes. how we blog and do social media on a budget and mm-hmm. how it was, especially when we first started and we didn't get gifting or we didn't work that much with brands. Yeah. So how do we like use our basically like our time mm-hmm. and our money efficiently mm-hmm. in order to create good content yeah and to grow also yeah yeah okay. so we thought we would just discuss that yeah we already talked about this in the last podcast we did but we need to redo it <laughs> yeah we need to redo it but we i feel like we, it was so long ago that we're kind of like we're ready to talk about it again yeah definitely. we're ready we're, we're filled ready. with new ideas and energy yeah so for so maybe let's start with how we first started yeah and what did we do yeah. in terms of our budget and how we created content when we yeah. didn't have like a big audience yeah so do you want to start? Sure. So basically, I have always loved buying random stuff. It was mm-hmm. it's it started like this. I remember in high school, I used to get like an allowance, and I would go out and I would see like how many weird things I could wear and like buy for my small amount of money, and I would buy like headbands and stuff, like small accessories that I could wear with everything. Yeah. So this is something I didn't talk in the last one. I didn't talk about it. Yes, you one. did, but it's fine. Oh, I did. <laughs> yes. You know I'm forgetful. I will talk. I'll tell you the same thing like ten times. But like you know this, and you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's fine. Um, they didn't hear it, so it's okay. No, so they don't know. This is new news for them. Yeah. Um, but I used to do that all the time, and so. I've always had a closet where I've had like loads of random stuff, like loads of sparkles and like neon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I always had something I could shoot or like style, and I always loved styling things together. Of course, I wasn't always that good at it, but I still, it was something that was a passion of mine, and I just kind of gathered what I already had in my closet and I restyled it different ways. Mm-hmm. And I always tried to get small accessories that were a lot cheaper. And I would style them up with the similar outfits or, like, a similar 
look. What I used to do also was I was shooting a lot with just like backgrounds. Mm. So I could do, I didn't have to focus that much on fashion. So I didn't mm. spend that much on fashion really. But yeah. in the beginning, I would just reuse what I had. I would use what my mom had as well. Mm. Um, and then I would also, my grandma, she gave me a handbag from Dior. Mm. That was my first like bag. I got it on my 18th birthday. So that was my first designer handbag that I could shoot with. Mm. And it was like the vintage one, like the totes now have the print. Yeah, so means. it was really in at yeah. the time and everyone had it. So that was like my first bag that I was like, yeah, I have yeah. this one and I wore it every single day. But I styled it differently every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so accessories was a big thing for you when you started. Yeah, because it was cheaper. Yeah. Um, and I was still a student. I was in my bachelor. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that everyone that was in my course, like a lot of them, they had all designer and stuff like that. Yeah, it was the same for me because I yeah. started when I was also, like I moved to London and I started university and we were both at London yeah, College of Fashion. We're so both like, there. we know how the people are. So like either there's like mm-hmm. a group of people are not really like stylish but they're into the business aspect of working in fashion yeah and then there's the people who are like designer everything yeah amazing clothes but some of those they just come there for no reason like they just come because they like fashion yeah yeah exactly but but basically you're always inspired by like really well-dressed people yeah, I remember one time a guy came in with a like a blazer. The Balmain collection had come out with H and M, and he had no top underneath. Oh it was God. just like a blazer. His like chest hair was out, and he was just <laughs> oh like right God, there. No. And he was like thirty minutes late, and he was like, "Hi <laughs> to class." Yeah, yeah he was. That's he was so... actually very rude. Very oh a very rude human being, but <laughs> he dressed really very extravagantly, yeah. and I really enjoyed his outfits. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so people would dress like that, and I kind of got inspired by that as well. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, let's just try. And then I started, I would order some stuff from ASOS, and I would, like, I would work in that way where I wouldn't really buy anything that was too expensive. Yeah. Or I would get, sometimes, actually, I used to buy more. I used to buy, like, a lot. My mom would also sometimes come with me when I was, like, in the beginning of my uni days, Mm. and we'd, like find stuff and like buy stuff together we go to like Zara sale I mm, still love it but I don't have true. that much time now I mean right now I do have time yeah um because I don't have uni right now but I don't like to go shopping anymore which is so weird mm. I used to love it yeah yeah and I went to the Zara sale and I would always pick up like cause nobody wants the crazy stuff mm. and I would get like the pink sparkly dress and like the pink I don't know it's everything pink yeah. and I get all so the sparkles good sale picks. yeah good sale picks and they have those usually because yeah. they have like old season sometimes that's true but you have to dig like a crazy woman yeah yeah also yeah. vintage charity shops are good ideas oh I've yeah i've never done that but in good places though yeah you have to go to the ones that are like renowned to have good stuff that's not overpriced because mm. some of them exactly. they price them it like really extremely high yeah. price yeah yeah but if you find like a nice local charity shop and you know it doesn't even have to be designer you can just find really cool mm-hmm. things for like five pounds or less yeah, or something. exactly yeah so just it doesn't depends. have to be expensive but there's the lots of ways like accessorizing is cheap and charity shops and going on a hunt in the sale yeah that's what i used to do those are good things for like if you're starting and mm-hmm. you have a limited budget and you need to shoot outfits yeah. that's like sometimes pressuring me now too yeah, now and I'm, I'm like more, I need stuff. I'm a bit more pressured now because of my level of following. But exactly. when I first started, I didn't have any pressure to like do new outfits. I kind of just used like what I actually had in my wardrobe. And I came to London, and then I started 
doing my blog and I was in fashion school and I was just inspired by like re-wearing things and styling it differently and um, just looking at like new ways I could show the outfit but basically I always just it was just about fashion it wasn't at all about where I was so I would shoot like literally go downstairs from my house and shoot outside against the wall mm-hmm. or like nothing really special in terms of the location it was just about the outfit so it was a lot about reusing things and styling things up differently mm-hmm. as well like getting some sale items in when I could and I had a few designer pieces I think maybe like two or three things Mm. not much like two handbags one pair of shoes basically yeah that I would use quite a lot because you know I thought that like a designer accessory will enhance my outfits Mm -hmm. but it was always like very I called it Parisian chic because the name of my blog so like I started on my blog before I went to Instagram Mm -hmm. and it was called BB Go Chic so it was all like my Parisian chic style I kind of miss that yeah BB goes chic I know it's been a while it's so <laughs> but it's still cute. on my blog that's still what it's called BB goes chic because that's yeah. where I started but I would do like two blog posts a week mm-hmm. so I wouldn't it's not like now where I post one photo a day and it's almost like different looks almost every day on my Instagram mm-hmm. back then it was like two blog posts a week mm-hmm. so I would post like you know like literally I didn't post on my Instagram that much so like my blog was two outfits a week Mm-hmm. So I would do either new outfits or restyle a lot of outfits and things mm-hmm. like that. And my Instagram would be maybe like two posts per look. Yeah. And then random stuff I'm doing during the day. Oh, yeah, Like yeah. events, accessories, dinner, like yeah, random yeah. stuff. So I, I didn't have that pressure of like constantly looking Getting for new things. Stuff. Yeah. And then the more I was into the scene, the more then I got like, okay, I kind of want to like experiment more and so yeah. I started ordering a lot of stuff from ASOS. Yeah, because you always feel like you need more. Yeah, this is more of. like a year into it, I guess. I yeah. just started ordering not like good. Yeah. 10 things a month from ASOS. Mm-hmm. But I ended up not liking anything because it was not really me and I was kind of experimenting with different It's looks. like trends, right? Yeah, I yeah. was more like, ooh, this is trendy because that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought like because I'm blogging in fashion, when I started, I started doing just my style. Yeah. My style, which was very like classic and simple and you know not at all trend focused I wasn't at all same into that at the beginning mine is not trend focused. no yours is not now mine can be but like I can incorporate trends into my personal style really well now because I know my style yeah but when I first started I knew my style and then I like just being caught up in the world of fashion Mm -hmm. and especially studying and I had access to like um, Euro monitor. Yeah, business you fashion. just know so much information. Yeah, yeah, so much information. Studying and then going to the fashion weeks and things like that. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, if I want to be relevant, to I gotta wear some, the game. some trends. Yeah, yeah. So I started ordering lots of trendy things, which I never mm-hmm. wore more than like a couple of times. Yeah. So to be honest, even though it was ASOS and it was like cheaper back then than it is now, but you I didn't spend money. that much money, but I did waste money yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on these trend items. So that's something that I think like if you're on a budget only get things you really see yourself like wearing wearing. yeah the whole point is you know you're supposed to be like inspiring real people yeah so you should just inspire real people in the way that you dress and the way that you like use outfits many times because a Mm -hmm. real person doesn't have an unlimited closet no you know maybe you do but like it's not that often so it's kind of nice when you see influencers using the same pieces over and over and you can see that in what I wear and in my posts Mm -hmm. like I do reuse the same things over and over now as well yeah even though I have lots of new things coming in yeah so that's kind of how it started for me yeah okay that's good now what do you do now 
So now what I do is kind of, I mean, it's the same thing in terms of I have like a capsule wardrobe in my closet where I have key pieces that I'm always going to wear that are always like my style that I accumulated. Fit that I, I have a small closet. You fit everything. That's the thing. People think that I have unlimited clothes, but have I really mine? don't. Yours is a big closet. Mine is, you've seen it, haven't you? Yeah. Mine is a small, compact, three like, typical London closet size. I have three. Yeah. And I put stuff in my drawers by my bed. I, I put stuff in all my drawers. In a couple of drawers. But in the drawers, it's like sports clothes and stuff like that. I put stuff in here, too. Yeah. Like braids. Well, that's the thing, because <laughs> I was realizing when I was in my other apartments and I had more space. Yeah, yeah. That, like, there were so many things I was never, ever wearing. That's good. So what's yeah. the point of having them? So True. now, you know, if there's things that I don't wear that often... I'll give it to my sister, or I'll give it to friends, or I'll Donate. give it to a charity shop, or yeah. things like that. If I'm not going to wear it, I think if I haven't worn a piece in, like, two months, unless it's, like, a wintry piece, yeah, then it means that it's, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to wear it. Unless it's something really nice that you need a special occasion mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But so now I'd rather invest more money into, like, a higher quality item yeah, and buy, like, one item or two items per month mm-hmm. rather than, in, you know, buy a lot of things lot of things here and there that reminds me i have something for you oh do you i have a top for you oh from storettes i'm gonna get it oh she has a present for me <laughs> I have a present for you <laughs> i'm excited now okay <laughs> well i'm gonna wait for you because i ordered Ooh, this that's cute. i know you're gonna love it i ordered this in a white and they sent it to me in a black oh and it's God, a sleeve so big one that you can so pull in the i know I saw Yay. it and I was like, well, okay, Bianca loves this. <laughs> yes, thank you. I just, I like, I would love it too. I just can't wear it, so I'm going to ask them to send me a white one. Yeah. Then we oh, can then match. we can match. Yeah. We can do matching photos in Paris. Cute. Ooh. It's nice, right? Thanks. With the puff sleeve. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. I thought you would like it. Yes, I like it very much. It's very me. Amazing. You know me very well. Yes. <laughs> you can also much time. ask your friends to get you stuff. Yeah. That's a good way to acquire That's things. true. Yeah. <laughs> Even though this is one of the first times this yeah. happened. I know. It's a good strategy. I know. But also we, we borrow like each other's stuff sometimes yeah, too. That's true. Sometimes we borrow yeah. each other's things, especially if it's accessories. Because mm-hmm. then you can get multiple accessories in your look. So find like yeah. finding friends who do the same kind of thing as you helps. With like a similar aesthetic, but not obviously you don't want to be exactly the same. But no. a similar aesthetic, so it's like you can borrow things that are each other's styles yeah yeah and then use them in your own ways yeah so that's quite a good idea and now I work with a lot of different PR agencies as well me too and I love doing that because of the fact that I can be up to date with trends and Mm -hmm. like show you guys brands that I really love maybe they're emerging brands maybe they're more popular brands Mm -hmm. Maybe they're more niche, but like I don't have a wider to invest reach. in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really good. And I'm always quite honest about it as well because I'll always tag the PR agency in my posts. Yeah. So you can yeah. scroll through my posts and when you click on mm-hmm. the brands, like I always tag the brands that I wear. Mm-hmm. I'll say if it's a gift, but if it's not a gift, I'll tag the PR agency. So you yeah. can go and you'll see. And it doesn't mean like if you're a buyer, mm-hmm. like, you know, a customer you may be able to like you may not be able to find these pieces Mm -hmm. because I don't ever link them they're a lot harder to find online Mm -hmm. but I think for me it's more about the inspiration in that Mm -hmm. kind of sense and then if it's something I get gifted or something I buy then I always try to link those pieces because those I know they're like a lot more wearable because those are the things Mm -hmm. that I myself like have and invest my money in but otherwise, when it's PR agencies, for me, it's more about the kind of look and the more high-end aesthetic that I want to give off. 
Yeah. So that's that's that. And gifting is a bigger thing now because yeah. I've got more followers. I do gifting too. But gifting was really hard to like first when to I get. first started. I think the first gift that I got, I maybe had like three thousand followers. That's quite good. Yeah, it's quite good. But it was like a really cheap yellow dress or like mm-hmm. a cheap. I think I got like a yellow dress at the same time as I got like a mint green polka dot sweater. Oh wow. Like, I styled it well. I looked really good in photos, to be honest. <laughs> I look great, <laughs> but, by the way. It's just not my style. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what I got, I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to make this work. Because mm-hmm. I was so happy to start receiving some it. things. Yeah. But now it's a lot more, I'm very, very selective with what yeah, I wear. And everything has to be my style. Because if it's mm-hmm. not, it can't inspire my followers. No. That's the thing. Like, I get I get stuff sent to me every month from Storettes, for example. And they send me a selection of items that I've chosen. And then I shoot the ones that I think look really good. Yeah. And then I will post maybe one crow, like crow, oh my God, the one <laughs> cropped of the outfit and then one full instead yeah, of maybe yeah. posting all of the outfits because maybe I'm not 100% sure about like one dress mm-hmm. or one skirt. And then I'm like, okay, well, if they gifted me these things, I want to make sure to promote the things that I really do like. Yeah, exactly. But I don't have to promote everything because I want to share what I really love. And also now, everything I'm sharing, even if it says gift, I'm always like, the things that I'm showing, I love. Like, Yeah, I would never wear something I wouldn't love. That's yeah. the thing. If I, whether I pick out something from a PR agency and I'm just loaning it mm-hmm. or I accept a gift from a brand, yeah. everything is what I would wear. Mm-hmm. If, like if I would have bought it you know exactly I would never pick out something I would never buy that's what I did today actually I went to an agency um and I told them like um I don't think anything will work for me right now because all of it was autumn mm-hmm. and I still want to do some summer after yeah. before summer's over yeah and none of it it was all quite dark and so I was like I don't think I'm going to be able to shoot any of it I'm sorry but hopefully you'll have something next time and so mm-hmm. instead of me just grabbing something just to be like, huh, I'm here, I should grab something. Like, I just, I was like, no, because I know that nobody right. is going to love it because I don't love it. Yeah, exactly. So, and also for like skincare and stuff, when brands like SkinCeuticals or like Saint-Tropez send me stuff, mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Yeah. Like, these uh, are my favorite brands ever yeah. for like skincare and fake tan and stuff. Yeah, I so agree. I share it. And usually I share stuff I do too that's not like sponsored yeah but that's the thing I do a lot of stuff now a lot of activities that are sponsored Mm -hmm. just because I can this is also a trick and this is something that people should know that we get a lot of things with press treatments yeah and that's like honestly one of the most freeing things with working with this is that you were able to do that because we don't sometimes like in a month you don't get paid as much Mm. as you did the other month and then you wouldn't have afforded to get your hair done or like haven't been able to do your pedicure because it's so expensive and you don't know how much money you're getting so it's nice to be like okay well I work with them I love their work and I can promote them and Mm -hmm. in turn I will get this service yeah it's one of the perks of the industry definitely but at the same time while it's nice to like get these services on a Mm -hmm. collaborative basis we're not either getting paid for it. No, so we're it's not. Like, you know, yeah, free. Like it's free. It's thing free on, advertising on for them. Yeah, 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 free advertising for them and free service for us, mm-hmm. which is really nice as well. Like I really love these kind of perks of the job, but it's mm-hmm. not like we we don't get paid for it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't even think that like bigger influencers do either. Mm-hmm. 
that's the thing but it's something that just is in the industry and it's something that's very helpful I yeah. would say yeah in terms of like keeping on track with always trying to look your best right but I know that they do that as well with like editors for magazines and things like that and before yeah. doing that with influencers to it try was treatments. for press yeah. yeah it is a press thing so exactly. I would say it's just a general press kind of treatment yeah and also in terms of like borrowing or getting gifted they also used to do that with press well, they yeah. probably still do. Right. If it's like fashion press or for magazines. Or yeah, that exactly. But yeah, so that's kind of what we do now. I also use a lot of press and I get gifted stuff. It's got really hot in here, didn't it? Yeah, it's quite hot. It's like really hot in here. <laughs> okay, um, how much money one needs to start a fashion blog for their wardrobe? Well, when I started my blog, I invested just like... I don't know, maybe 200 into launching my site because you need yeah, to pay too. for your domain name, you need to pay for your theme, the mm-hmm. setup, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So I didn't spend money on clothes when I first started. I wasn't yeah. like, oh, I need to go and buy this and this and this. I just used what I had. Me too. But the only money I spent was in setting up an actual blog site. Mm-hmm. But if you're just going to launch on like Instagram or YouTube, and you don't need to you pay. don't need that. So like the investment is zero. It's only your time. Yeah. So you don't have to invest into anything. And no. like we already discussed, you don't have to even buy new things every month. No. If you're not, you know, because I would say don't invest into anything without seeing some results first because yeah, yeah. just because you spend a lot of money buying things doesn't mean it will grow no like, it will grow if you're doing good content and if mm-hmm. you're sharing things and pushing, being yeah. authentic yeah so you can always find ways to work around that you don't have to feel like you have yeah. to spend money just to start mm-hmm. doing a fashion blog or a fashion social media page that's the thing of course it helps you if you put in like 100k on marketing yeah but like that's not how you're going to sustain your growth. And you really, in terms of buying a wardrobe, yes, it will be helpful if you have some money to buy things here and there. Yeah. Let's say like 200 a month to buy clothes is a lot. Yeah. But like to have that and to know that you're able to buy a few things that are like your quality, your standard that you like and be able to share those every month is going to help you a lot, Mm -hmm. I would say. But if you don't have that opportunity, just be creative with it. I know everyone says that. And it's annoying, probably, for people to be well, like, just be a, creative. There are lots of accounts online that have, like, capsule wardrobes. Yeah. And everything they share is, like, basic T-shirts or jeans or but denim it's the shorts. Vibe. It's the blazers. whole vibe of it. Yeah, it's yeah. the vibe. But yeah. everything they wear is, like, it doesn't matter if it's this season or three years ago. No. Because people love it. they're basics. So that's the whole point of it. So you can always start with a capsule wardrobe. Yeah. And then, yeah, and invest develop here and there into new pieces mm-hmm. they don't have to always be recent because yeah. people are following you for you know the aesthetic and the inspiration if you're in fashion yeah and what like who you are as a brand as well yeah exactly. in terms of like luxury blogging how do you how do we do that in terms of like bags and like clothes and stuff so now i think well both anna and i are like gearing more towards the high-end luxury sector with the type of content that we do and the kind of clothes we wear and things like that yeah not that i'll never wear high street because what i I really love doing is mixing some high street with some more like high-end clothes yeah me too i feel like that's more authentic as well yeah i think it's more authentic and i still love high street brands and other stories Cezanne, h&m has great things sometimes so if i do that Mm -hmm. and i pair it with like an anushka skirt or Mm -hmm. a stina goya i don't know i love stina goya yeah dress or like some nice jeans Mm -hmm. 
it just it makes the look a bit more elevated yeah so I don't know I might wear like a head-to-toe high street Mm -hmm. or I would combine like contemporary fashion and some high street pieces Mm -hmm. but I think the biggest thing is like wearing nice accessories so more like investing in luxury accessories Mm -hmm. because that's what really elevates the look I feel like yeah yeah for me that's such an important thing to wear like high quality shoes and bags and Mm -hmm. then the outfit can be a bit more like high street street because it looks more expensive yeah so what Anna and I do now is we work with a brand called Catwalk Club yeah they're amazing yeah they're so good they've just launched their site in London it's so nice isn't it yeah it's so pretty it's really nice and they're all about like renting designer handbags so Mm -hmm. every handbag that they have on there it's like it's new it's Mm -hmm. trendy it's they're kind of the bags that you, you have some classics like the Chanel flap. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then you have some more like trendy pieces like the big Dior toads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what I have one right here. The saddlebag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have one right here. Very pretty. So those kind of things like we, we, we don't rent them basically because we have a collaboration with the brand. Yeah. So they let us borrow the bags mm-hmm. and, and exchange we know them for content. Too. Yeah. We know them well. And we have a good relationship with well, the team. Her. Yeah, well, we know the team, basically. But those kind of things, like looking into reusing and renting fashion, has just become so Mm -hmm. popular. I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's so good. It's so good because if you don't want to invest your money into one piece that's going to cost you a couple of thousands, Mm -hmm. you can spend like, I don't know, 50 to 150 pounds, Mm -hmm. depending on what you pick, Mm -hmm. to borrow the bag for a certain amount of time. Mm For, like, a wedding or something, too. Yeah, for a good occasion. Yeah. To shoot, to go on a trip. I don't know. Anything. Yeah, completely depends. It's just such a good opportunity. And it it gives you, first of all, like, a better idea of, like, if you want to buy the piece. Oh, yeah, I love that. You actually like it because you can test drive it first. I know that now. I know I want to buy two of that. Yeah, same. Because after doing this for a while, I know that there are some I would never buy. No, never. And then there are some that I really want to buy every time I borrow it. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, I need this bag. So, yeah, me too. The, the, Dior, the, the Chanel flap, The Chanel right? flap. And the Dior Lee I want. Oh, the Dior saddle and oh. the Chanel flap. You want the saddle? Yeah. I didn't like it. I like it. It was so... I Clunky. like it, but I want to wait because, first of all, I'm not buying a designer handbag anytime soon like that. So expensive, yeah. <laughs> but I... I don't know if the saddle is going to be around forever, so I would want to wait. But the Chanel flap is, so yeah. you know that it's a good That's bag. That's going to be my first bag. Hopefully when I graduate, I'll get this bag. Yeah. But you Woo. can do this kind of thing with, like, clothes as well. Oh, yes. And uh, I just think it's such way. a good way, like, it's a sustainable fashion initiative. Yeah, initiative, I think that's great. To reuse clothes. And it's promoting a circular economy, so... Yeah. I'm very excited that this is coming into the world because yeah. I was reading about this in uni like two years ago. Like it's going to become That's a true. big trend and then now it's happening. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of people you're are really it. accepting of it. Yeah. No, I think that's great because it's always been looked down upon like, oh, you're renting something. Oh, okay. But, you know, mm-hmm. we're renting apartments. It's becoming a renting economy. Even right. Ikea is doing renting furniture now. Yeah, yeah. Which I would love if I'm here for like a year mm-hmm. and I don't want re- to buy a sofa, a bed, I won't be able to transport it. Exactly. So if I rent it and yeah, I just buy it's, like it's super convenient. I buy sheets, I buy like the little extra mattress thing, like Yeah. Great. Yeah, especially it's more convenient. Yeah, and especially for fashion, if you're if you're just gonna use a piece like a couple of times. Like a Zimmerman dress. Yeah. Oh I love Zimmerman. Then it's such a good way to do it because you can have that item but you don't need to invest mm-hmm. your money into it. And you can also get current season things as yeah. well. And then if you do happen to love it, then you know you're investing your money in mm-hmm. something good that you'll mm-hmm. wear. 
Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, that's another thing that we do. Yeah. We need so... to find a brand like that for Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. I need to find, like, a brand that I can rent Zimmerman from. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, my next thing I'm going to find. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the last thing was sustainable fashion. How you, like, keep that in mind, and is that something that's on your mind at all? Well, yeah, for me, 100%, because, like, you know, yeah, my too. closet is, like, quite small, so <laughs> I don't like wasting clothes, because yeah, in the good. past, I did, as I explained when I bought off ASOS, like, yeah, so yeah. many clothes that just went to, like... I hate throwing I things know. away. Yeah, I didn't throw things away, but, like, basically I did because I didn't keep them. I gave them to people or things like that. And it, I just figure, like, it's such a waste because now everything I have in my closet, I can look through it, and I'm like, I love everything, mm. and I wear these things. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's such a big thing to keep in mind. That, All the time, yeah, yeah. I want, like, a capsule wardrobe with some, like, trendy pieces here yeah, and there, but yeah. things that I really, really love and that make me happy when I wear them. That's the one thing for me. If I see something and I'm like... I need this it makes me so happy then yeah. I will buy it exactly. unless it's like I actually it happened to me when I was in Sweden it was like um, everything I loved in that store it was like amazing mm-hmm. but everything I loved was well, where was it from again it's from this like extravagant Italian designer what's his name again uh, oh, anyways it's like this store. I forgot it completely slipped my mind but anyways it's from a designer brand and like a top was like 800 pounds and it was like a little crop top and I was like what, <laughs> yeah. what do you mean Maybe not. what do you mean but <laughs> not yeah. yet but yeah something we can also touch on I mean obviously we can't speak about the like luxury influencers the bigger influencers mm-hmm. like who have a lot more following mm-hmm. for example Leonie Han or Tamara mm-hmm. they're the luxury kind of influencers mm-hmm. so we can't speak for them mm-hmm. but the model, I'm sure, works in a very similar way. Of course, the more following you have, the more, the more you build access. up relationships with brands, the more yeah. you get gifting, especially in your niche, in your sector. So for Makes them, sense. they definitely like, get a lot more product than us. Mm-hmm. However, they also probably do invest more money into it as well. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like once you're when you start growing, you kind of have to invest time and effort or money, or mm-hmm. all of them, to kind of keep growing your account or right. whatever you're doing. And right. I feel like all the big ones, they're really doing that. You can see a big difference between some girls that have been in the industry for, like, the same amount of time and to where, like, what extent they have grown their account and what they've done with it. Have they created other businesses? Like, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. You can really see uh, how people are using their yeah. platforms. Exactly. And uh, I think all of them... Like, I would say, we always bring up tomorrow, but I'm just, like, so inspired by her right now. Yeah, I really do like her content and her, her outfits. It's amazing, right? But her, like, her content has just been on an upward slope, and she's always stayed true to herself. Yeah. That's something that's important. Oh, yeah, I think from day one, because she was yeah. always, like, she did wear some more, like, high street pieces here and there, yeah. but she's stayed very much, like, luxury. And I remember following her when I first started my blogs, like, five years ago. Yeah. And she was wearing, like, the same luxury handbag and luxury shoes and luxury t-shirt, yeah. like, over and over many times. But she, she knew this was her niche and her style, mm-hmm. but she, she reused a lot of the same pieces. Yeah, yeah. And she stuck with what she wanted until she was able to grow a following and have partnerships with these brands. Yeah, and I think that's the way forward. Like, you have to figure out what your niche is and what you want to do. And if you stick to it and if you really stay true to it, you will always find a way around obstacles. Yeah. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. 
Okay. So yeah, those are our advice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what we have for you today. We hope you loved it. Yeah. So definitely if you want to start on social media, don't think you need to have like the biggest budget ever because you really don't. You just mm-hmm. need to have as cheesy as it is, you need to have passion and Creative. the will yeah. and the patience. Resilience. Do don't yes. give up. You never give up. Exactly. Never give up because if it's something you believe in, if you lose, I have it right now. I'm like, mm kind of like losing some interest. I need to get inspired. Yeah. But it happens. I think it's like that. I've heard someone talk about it actually the other day on YouTube, I think. I was Mm -hmm. watching it when I did cardio. And it goes in a circle. Like you're either uninspired and then you – it's like a vicious circle when you're a creator. You're uninspired, then you feel a bit better, and then you're Mm -hmm. doing amazing and everything's great. And then you get uninspired again and it it starts all over again. Yeah, because it's hard to keep inspiring yourself to do – You can't all the time. new things and constantly inspire your audience Mm -hmm. and – you, you know, need to go down sometimes. Yeah, it can't always be like on a high. Otherwise, no. you just keep getting better and better and better and better and better. Yeah, but, but you can you, tell. Yeah, yeah, you can tell People. when someone does improve. But you obviously mm-hmm. everyone has those times where they feel a bit less inspired. Exactly, so it happens. To worry it's about natural. That. So if that happens, don't give up straight away because I've had it so many times. Yeah, and my dad is like, "Don't worry, it's just gonna go down and then go up again." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. It's yeah, true. It's very true. true. It's like so that with any with job, it. though." Yeah, I know. It's like that with anything, anything mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. Just keep at it, unless it's something crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. so, yeah, on that note, we'll end today's podcast episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed this topic. Yes, I hope you did. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.